there's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first-class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com, representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. As the international squads are about to be released, Wales tonight, England tomorrow. Of course, we're not in the World Cup, but we've managed to have a row over the Scotland squad for the friendly in Turkey because Celtic don't have any players in it. But we've known for, what, six, eight months that Celtic were going to Australia. And we're maybe, are you surprised that Stevie Clark is disappointed there's no Celtic player available for the squad? This is what he said this afternoon. It was just a, a blanket decision. Celtic have said that none of their players are available for any international games. So all the countries are affected. And a bit more? The baseline is... Obviously, it's, a, it's not an official inter international window. I don't know why, because there's a World Cup going on. That sounds pretty official to me. Uh, and, and, and that's where it is. It's no, the clubs don't have to release their players, and Celtic have chosen not to re release their players for this game. Uh, I have to say I'm disappointed with that decision, but we have to take it on the chin, and it's a chance for someone else. Former Scotland captain Barry Ferguson will give us his view in a minute, and former Celtic and Scotland player... Peter Grant, Peter, are you surprised that there's a bit of a row about this? I am, because if it's not an official game, you know, we had a problem when we turned over the job at first with Big Alec and we were going to Mexico. And I wish people would have said that then. When they were arguing about it, Alec was a wee bit more, OK, it gives everybody else an opportunity, which I think it does. I think that what the manager's doing here, he's using this period of the World Cup as a pre-season, taking them away a wee bit better climate. And he wants all his players together because he knows he's got to put a big shove together once they come back from it. And that's probably one of the reasons he's looking at it. He's had a few injuries and he's wanting to make sure that everybody's going to be available. But so I yeah. understand it. Understand it. I think yeah. you've been a wee bit diplomatic there, are you? No, I understand no. it. No, because, yeah. Paul, we never we went away and we had to do it. And a lot of guys end up being a hell of a lot of caps. We played Scott McKenna yeah. and Jack Henry and that together for the first time in Mexico, which was brilliant. You know, you see all these guys playing, but we had to go on it because if it's not an official, as in a window... You have no real idea an argument. Make it an official window, then you have nobody got an argument. Barry, what's your take on it? Yeah, well, Granny just says it. It's not an official international game. Um, look, this, in terms of Celtic, Celtic have played a lot of football. Bear in mind, mm -hmm. they've been involved in, in the Champions League and they've been playing three games a week. Um, and maybe post a coglu. I know they're going to Australia. Maybe would have wanted a bit of rest, like Greg Taylor, I assume, I assume would have been involved. Um, Anthony Ralston as well. Obviously, Callum McGregor's out injured. Maybe David Turnbull. Maybe David yep. Turnbull as well. He's only one, probably. It's not had much um, much game time. Um, but listen, Celtic have made a decision. It's not an official international game. These games tend to give opportunities to other players We've not had a lot of international football, so I think it'll be a good thing for um, the Scotland manager to see guys who maybe um, that have not played much in terms of a look at the squad. Calvin Ramsey, brilliant to see him. Mm. 
in the squad. Young player made his debut last last week for Liverpool. Brilliant, wasn't it? Coming yeah, it was for brilliant Liverpool. to see. Yep. And then you look throughout the squad. There's a few players that ain't playing a lot of first team football. So I think there's been too much made of it. I'm sure Stevie Clark will just go on with it. Um, and play the game against Turkey. Some of the other headlines today, leaks suggest that Cameron Carter-Vickers and Malik Tillman are in the USA squad, but it looks as though James Sands is not. That was a leak online. We'll see if it's true. Barisic and Juranovic, no surprise, called up for Croatia, uh, the squad, but uh, Antonio Cholak is not. And Rangers today revealed a healthy operating profit over the past year. No surprise there, but they're looking really good. The financial accounts have been released. Uh, the club made almost £6 million in the 12 months leading up to June of this year. Much better reading than last year's £23.5 million loss. That's a turnaround, even my arithmetic can work out, but <laughs> that's £30 million turnaround. Yeah, it's, it's decent. I, I read, the, obviously, the, the financial results. And uh, if you look closely, um, there's been a lot of, obviously, investor loans repaid, I think, £14.3 million. Um, and the big one that concerned probably Rangers was the, the retail um, deal with Sports Direct they've cleared that off so that's that. finally gone that's yeah. gone that was 8.2 million so that's about 22.5 million pounds worth of, of debt of or money they owed out the way and um, interesting as well the amount of money it's been spending the squad in the last two seasons was 24 million pound I, I didn't realise mm. that yeah. Yeah, um, no. so the managers have had um, a bit of money to spend but look fans just want one thing they More. want it spent on the, yep. the squad what's going out there on a Saturday afternoon or a, or a Wednesday night what's happening tonight against Hearts but certainly Rangers look in a, a much healthier position that's what it comes down to Peter the fans will want to say where's the money spend it always show me the money Paul, uh, always says <laughs> Paul chairman and I can speak as much as they want you know, we went through as you know for a long time at Celtic and it was talking about changing the board a long long time back when Ferguson and I came in and that was all we heard Um Financially, we didn't understand it, but we knew the money wasn't there. We knew Rangers were probably 10 years in front of us yeah. at that particular time. The stadium was 10 years probably advanced than we were. Then we dig away to Hamden. But the bottom line, everybody just wants to see the team winning on the Saturday. And we weren't good enough during that period uh, to do that. We couldn't invest in uh, players. And the bottom line is, yes, you want a fantastic stadium. Yes, you want a fantastic training ground. That you'd be wanting to win on the Saturday. It makes a hell of a lot easier yep. when you get through tough times if you're winning games and... Unfortunately for Rangers, they're not doing it at this moment in time and across the road at Celtic, they're winning games and that puts an extra added pressure to them. Yeah, I think they're just the fans are just looking at recruitment this season and if you look at it as a whole, it's not been great, let's be honest. Um, I've spoken about this many a times. Show like with his 14 goals, um, Lawrence before he got injured, Ben Davis has just come into the team in the last few weeks, he's starting to look apart. Yilmaz was only coming back into the team now he's out for a, a lengthy time but the the money that's been spent I think what is it £12 million this year or, or £13 million yep. round about that I think the Rangers fans expected much more um, in terms of from the players that have come in Is it the calm before the storm we've had three days two and a half days of the post-mortem after Rangers result at Perth and we're just talking before the show where do we go with it tonight? Well the talking's almost over it's the game tonight we've heard from Giovanni Van Bronckers we've heard uh, from lots of Rangers fans there was a guy on the other night Peter uh, James was the best caller in all the phone-ins in the last few days passionate guy from Govan loves his Rangers he's not having it he's just not having doesn't think the application's there he talked about the big fancy cars coming in he said I don't mind that when it was Mark Haitley who deserved it he doesn't feel the players are giving for the football club what they deserve. They have to win tonight. 
I guess there's no question but it's hearts coming to town well, Barry I hear a yeah. lot of people say it's a must win but every single game you yeah. play with Rangers you must win that's what I was brought up in I'm sure Grant was brought up that way at, at Celtic mm. um, yeah. but I don't like looking back but they've got two games before the, uh, before they break up for the, the World Cup and they have to win the games now I said a couple of weeks ago it's all about performance yeah. now take that back just win the game tonight just go out there and show a bit of passion, show a bit of aggression, and I'm sure the Rangers fans will get back behind them again. I think when you're talking about that, but you've got to, and I, you know, I'm a great backer. I, I try and be honest with the appraisal of the manager and whatever. Yeah. And I think Barry's mentioned all the players there that come in, but four or five of them have been injured. Yeah. You know, so okay, the recruitment have spent 14 million or whatever. But how many has been available? Big John Suter's not been available. Yeah. Davis has not been available. You know, Yilmaz, they brought him in, games. probably yeah. wanted to give him a wee bit more to get his fitness and strength up, whatever, but seemingly yeah. he's done well in the few games. You know, so Cholak's come in and get goals. Morelos has let them down, he's been here a long time. I you you called that right first. But I told you, yeah, I, I, you me, if I look back, I think still think that was a mistake, bringing him back into the group. I, I really do, because the manager made a decision, and I know the fans would go on, but it's no use moaning at the manager then. And if they come back and he's not as fit and he's not as strong and he's not done that and the manager's made strong decisions at important times and he had to get through that they sort the group stage to get into the Champions League they'd done that and it was tough and that's what we thought you never expected an 18, 19 year old boy to be certain half of you you know that, that's a fact there's no doubt of that and I'm sure the manager never prepared for that either so I'm going to give them in that respect a little bit of leeway because of that but I know people talk about passion it's slightly different now you know, that hunger's got to come from within. The young players are treated completely different now to our day. You know, as I say, 100 games and you were still cleaning boots and that for yeah. everybody. That, that's gone. That, that's not going to come back. Guys are going to have their fancy cars. I mean, I was in the youth team down at Fulham and they were coming in with cars that I would expect somebody maybe be 300 caps <laughs> to be driving. And he was on youth teams, not even in the first team dressing room in London. What was your driving... favourite of the cars? Oh, oh Paul, honestly, God, I used to, I used to yeah. cry. Because Instagram, you could see them all, yeah. you know. They used to hide from me when they drew in. They knew yeah. they'd part far away because I'd be going crazy. And I know... <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, yeah because I'm a wee bit yeah. old school. Don't yeah. come in here and let the sure. manager see that because uh -huh. he'll think you'll think you're something different. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sort of thing. So I'm very much aware of that. I think anybody that pulls the jersey on for anybody gives her maximum. It's difficult when you're not winning. It seems that way at times because yeah. the nerves get the better of you and you're not performing as well. I, listen, I've been there myself a hell of a long time, you know, when Rangers were successful, we weren't. So I know what that feeling's like. You're trying your damnedest and it's just not working. It's not that you're giving everything. The boys are probably having sleepless nights like everybody else, sure. you know. So it's not a lack of effort. It seems like that to the supporters, but that's not the case. GVB was asked yesterday, can you still win the title? Well, why not? I mean, it's, 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 a, it's, it's at this moment, you know, anything can change in football. We saw that also last season, we, uh, where we had a six-point uh, six gap, and it changes in the end of the season. So, you know, it's, uh, it's football. You have difficult moments in, 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 uh, over the period of, of a season, and you have to come out of it as quickly as possible and get points. But there are a lot of games to to be played, a lot of points to be won, but uh, I think, you know, the most important is for us to uh, to change the, you know, tomorrow with, with winning the game. How does he change it for tonight, Barry? What do you think? I don't know, but seeing in terms of, I know it's a different generation and the modern day football is different, but I don't care now. They need to be told the truth. Yeah. They need to sort it out tonight and, and give a, 
a proper performance. Um, I don't care if they, they come in in a helicopter. <laughs> I really don't. They, they need to... <laughs> they can fly into the middle of the pitch, yeah. but as long as they go in that dressing room, they get changed and they go out and they show a bit of aggression, a bit of passion. I'm all for that. I, I don't care what they drive, what they wear, or what they've got tattooed on their foreheads yeah. or backs or <laughs> whatever. They've got to win a game of football tonight. Um, and, and they need to be told that. And it's one of the... I don't think there needs to be a team meeting tonight. Really? Yeah. Just walk in and say, listen, you know what to do. Mm. If you've got anything about you, you'll go and finish the job off tonight. What's been going wrong? He was asked. First of all, you know, you analyse every game by itself. Six games in Champions League, where we've seen the level is, is too big to get a result because we had six defeats. That's one thing, you know, there's already six defeats. I think we're also, you know, missing a lot of key players in, in, in the last months, you know, getting injured. So that's that's also, you know, difficult for, 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 for us to cope with. But then again, you know, tomorrow <coughs> again, we have we have a starting lineup. We miss a lot of players, but we still have to go out and, and to, to win the game because that's expected. Barry? I, I know some of the players have hurt in terms of, do you know, having them available but I looked yeah. at that team and I'll go through it McGregor mm-hmm. Tavernier Barisic King and Ben Davies you had um, Lundstrom Sands Tillman Sakala Sholak and Kent there's still enough there yeah. for yeah. me there's still enough quality this was for Sunday yeah that yeah. was for of Sunday again yeah, yeah, sorry sure. I'm not giving no, no, you my sure. team no you're right for, for uh, Sunday and again yeah. like, you're missing your Ryan Jackson you're missing your Connor Golson mm-hmm. so probably that's the two that I would probably say I'd look probably leaders on the pitch and they're probably a bit of a throwback in terms of mm. you can hear it certainly I can see goals and he, he's if somebody's not doing their job he's always on it and he's the organiser in there um, you are going to miss that quality but I still look at the team and there's still enough quality there yeah. so what's going on we had a caller last night who was saying it was a Celtic fan Frank who was saying look Rangers they'll come back and I think that's what he was saying mm. and he said the manager um he could turn it round because Celtic and lost at St Man. I'm not trying to make it Celtic but ultimately it's it's the Paul, big two I, that I feel a bit for Gio he's the one that suffers it goes on yep. his shoulders but I said on Monday it's a collective responsibility mm-hmm. the players have got to take a bit of responsibility I know the manager coaches them yep. picks the team and sends them out but once you cross that white line you've got to do it for yourself and I don't think enough of them are playing at the level that they should they should be playing it. I think that's the question. How is he going to get it out of them? He has to. He has to get to the World Cup in the next. What's well, only four days, isn't it? Till they break up after the games this weekend, Peter. Get over the line with these two games, and then reassess. That, that's all I'll be one. Yeah, win these two games. Really difficult because when you try to bring the confidence in your own team at home, you know, and the fans are expect expectancy after Saturday, Sunday. You know, the disappointment of the St. Johnson game. Mm-hmm. So but they battered big... Hearts, sorry, a few weeks ago. I yeah, know it was away, yeah, of but... course, of yeah. course. But there's a different edge to it, you know what I mean? And as Barry says, the manager will be preparing the players to prepare well. I watched them when Gio came in and I looked through the run they had last year and I told you I thought they were better coached. They had a different change, they had a different dynamic. They could play different systems, they could slip in and out it. And people say he's a bad coach, his players have not improved. I think last year you looked at that and you say, well, that's wrong. This year is different because he's not got the players available to change systems or to get the best from them because good players need good players. There's no doubt of that. You need your best players available to make other players better and they've not had that. So, listen, I'm a Celtic man fighting the corner for Rangers because I know I've been there as a player. You know, I needed help all the time. I wanted the best players to be available when I was playing the Saturday. If we had two or three players that wasn't available, I'd be like, oh, because I knew 
I wasn't going to be that player. Maybe with my effort and con uh, commitment, yes, but not with the quality that some right. of the boys of you are missing. And I think Rangers miss that at times as well, you know. You, but the one thing, I would never question players' commitment. Right. I, I never, ever do one or two. Yeah, you know, occasionally. Occasionally, because yeah. sure. I think they've let themselves do that and the manager, and the manager gets a stick for it. Sure. And I think 100% wrong. But the manager, to his credit, he's never come out and nailed them. He's taken the responsibility. And I think sometimes maybe... Oh, listen, tell them the truth. Because that's what they want to hear. As soon as they tell the truth, as soon as they find it out, one way or another, and I've been there myself, as soon as the supporters find out from whatever background and they find out oh, that was a problem that's going on, they turn on that particular player and they make it difficult for him. Whereas it's a manager's always been in the stick. Sure. And I don't agree with that. Yeah, I, I'm a set of, listen, I've had a few um, chats with fans out and about, I'm out in the, the, the shops, yeah. and that's one of the things they say to me, do you think they're trying? I don't believe a player goes out in that pitch and says, I'm not going to try today. I think they're severely low in confidence, but when I'm watching Rangers, there's no real driving force in there. There's nobody vocal, is there? Yeah, there, there's not. And, and listen, go back to, I've heard people want Gio to be passionate. That's no Gio. That's mm. not in Gio's character. He's nope. he's explained this before. Gio's cool, calm and collected in the side. He's no a ranter and raver. So why doesn't he bring a ranter and a raver next yeah, to him? I'm not the, saying ranting somebody to come out and shout for no, the sake oh, of shouting, I but sure. I, I, I get where fans come, yeah. uh, are coming from as well. They like to see a bit yeah. of passion at the side, but that's no Gio. But then you're looking at the staff. They're, they're no really passionate yeah. as well. But then it's got to come out in the pitch. And, and to have an ear, listen, brilliant player for Rangers. No doubt he's the one he got... He's come up with big moments for Rangers. Sure. He's no really a vocal captain. And that's where they're missing guys like like Golston and a Jack. But then somebody now, with their players missing, somebody needs to take that responsibility on. So Barry, you've read, I think you've read, you know, the balance sheet. It's a good one for Rangers. What can the listeners here take from it? What are Rangers going to do now? I see that many of the investors have had their money back, or some of it back, and they're entitled to. Mm -hmm. But the chairman, Douglas Park, hasn't. You know him. I know you've not spoken to yeah, him. I don't think. That so what's he going to do? What's Douglas going to ah. do? The, 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 the club looks rudderless at the moment, mm -hmm. top to bottom. Yeah, but I think, listen, it's clear. You, I watched Gio's interview yesterday on Sky, and it's clear that the, the board are, are want to keep him at this moment in time. And I'm sure if he gets a couple of good results... You go into the World Cup break, you come back, you get another couple of results and then January's big for them because you've got the old firm game and then you need to go and bring in a few reinforcements and no players for the sake of bringing players in. He needs to go and get players to come into the start and 11. But again, that's tough in January because generally you get players who are out there, their teams are maybe no match fit. But I'm sure if Gio gets positive results, they'll try and back him. Um, as much as possible. Going to take a break in a moment or two, then we're back. We'll hear from Ange Postacoglu. Obviously, the biggest game tonight, certainly in terms of the attention, is Rangers up against Hearts. Motherwell against Celtic, big game as well, though, at Fir Park, Dundee United, Kilmarnock, and St Mirren, St Johnson. And what about last night? Aberdeen beaten 2-1 at Livingston in Ross County. Two wins in four days, 2-0 against Hibs. That's all coming up next. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's go. Thanks Chris for the traffic and travel Barry Ferguson, Peter Grant, Paul Cooney And your calls coming in 0808 17 17 700 It'll be good to get back to the football tonight after all the talking Last night, Ross County beating Hebs 2-0 Barry, did you expect that? No, I didn't. Um, 
obviously Hibs at Easter Road with a good support yeah. behind them Look, Ross County had a brilliant result on Saturday and you see mm. listen, the confidence is shot through them and what a result that is for Ross County but I, I've said it about Hibs from day one the start of the season Paul I can't make my mind up about them I honestly they're so up and down um, yep. um, like, a, like a yo-yo um, but I, I was listening what's that five defeats in the last six, six games that's it yep, they're, in a, um, they're in a tough mm. run at this moment in time and and you know, the Hibs fans are demanding um, support as well, so they'll need to start picking up as soon as possible. It just shows you, doesn't it? You look at Livingston Aberdeen, Ross County yeah. Hibs, you look at both of the results, you wouldn't have put the coupe on for that, that's for sure. But as we've said all along, I think every week we're sitting here, we talk about how close the other teams are to each other. Yeah. There's a piece of paper, people can spend as much money, but Malky's done a remarkable job last season and then loses his player we spoke about before sure. and then has to recruit we're talking about recruitment it's so important and it's difficult you know but once you get a spirit you know in yeah. all accounts Aberdeen could have won the game but it tells you then what David Martindale's done then you know the spirit that he's kept and kept within his group and wins them games at football because sometimes that's because even he said he said that Aberdeen deserved to win the game or whatever but he's going away with three points Malky's going away with three points you know but I think they know what their team's got and they try and get the maximum out of their teams and they made it very, by all accounts, leading to the Hibs game, they made it very, very difficult for them and thoroughly deserve to win the game and end up. Barry, Livingston, as yeah. Peter mentioned there, 2-1 against Aberdeen, three VAR penalties, you saw it all, VAR's taken over and all missed by the referee. Yeah, it is taking over, Paul. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> and do you know what, I was I was all for wanting to bring and I'm yeah. starting to annoy me yeah. as I'll be honest with you. Um, but in terms of Livingston, you know, David Martindale's getting every ounce out of, out of that team. Watching the game, yep, Aberdeen probably did deserve to, to shade it, but you know what? They're throwing their body on the line, they're clearing balls off the line. Um, they're a real good unit, Livingston. And, and you know what? Maybe it's no pretty at times, but I actually enjoy watching them because it looks like a group yeah. of guys who are willing to... to um, put themselves in the firing line for, for one another they, they've, got they just... lot, they've got a lot of good football players Barry yeah. you know people forget that there's a lot of small players mm. in their team the way you talk about it, you think right. it was Wimbledon yeah. of old yeah. you know what I mean you're talking about Forrest and all that they're small mm. and you know, there's quite a few Nubly very yeah. good technician who'd actually got probably our growth in position last year mm-hmm. you know before he went back he they, was excellent missing for him now. yeah yep. he, but he was excellent yeah. for them yeah. but he's a big player for them you know, it gives them something different. But I think people, they've got a lot of good technicians in their team, but they've got defenders who want to defend. But they're a brilliant unit. See, Absolutely. just watch them. They, they know when to press and when to sit off and they're, they're so hard to, to break down. Is the goalkeeper mm. not on loan for Colchester yeah, or something? Yeah, he, he, he looks the part. Yeah, but he's up on loan for Colchester. Mm. You know what I mean? So you need your goalkeeper to perform. They're talking about how you win games. You have that spirit. You say you're putting blocks in. That's all part of the mm. character. And sometimes that's all supporters want to see because sometimes that is the fine line. Somebody does a block like that, gives you a lift, you get a goal, you get a winner, and it just feels as if you've, you've played brilliant. Mm. You know, just because you've see, won the game. See, watching them, it just looks like a group of boys who love playing football, love the game. And you know what? They're taking information in. And as I said, listen, Aberdeen probably did edge it, but do you know mm-hmm. what, Livingston, again, I mean, 
they're, they're in a, a brilliant running form getting a point at Ibrooks, going down to yep. Rugby Park winning mm. and getting another brilliant three points last night Shamal George was man of the match yeah. the goalkeeper and I'll tell you what uh, David Martindale didn't like the comments did he about the pitch about the plastic pitch which none of us like and Jim Goodwin was probably asked about it beforehand but it became one of the features certainly media wise didn't it and it was a take that I think well it's interesting because Jim was getting yeah. the job at St Mern he was a manager at Alwa yeah. AstroTurf uh, you know course. what I mean yeah. so sometimes you need to use it and as I said to you Paul I've played a hell of a lot of grass pitches and Barry will tell you yourself shocking after a period of time yeah, shocking sure. and they get, they get the, uh, we know it's not ideal we know we'd like the pitch see if the pitches are perfect of course everybody would want to go mm. on the grass I've been to some of the pitches in Scotland the grass ones and no game should be played on it mm. you know no game should be played on it and that's why you've got to be, you've got to be fair they know the situation before they go there don't make that excuse. And I'm sure Jim wasn't given the excuse. But the bottom no. line is, Davey's right. This is what we play on. We've played on it for so many years. I'd love a perfect grass pitch, but that's not to be. But they should still be banned, shouldn't they? In the top league. I, I think in yeah. elite football. But again, everybody knows that Livingston and Rugby Park are artificial. And what you're going to do is you're going to train an artificial before you actually go there. I think you'd be crazy not to. Sure. So I'm sure Aberdeen would have done a session. Um, up at their training ground I'm sure they've got an artificial surface well, there Barry you know yourself. yourself most of the clubs in Scotland will use them to train on yeah. that's what they do because the weather here dictates that <laughs> <laughs> that's the bottom line unfortunately the kids train all the time predominantly they don't get grass pitches to train on trying to find places to train for some of the clubs so they make their money from it if they've got it at a football club but is it not Hamilton they lost a million pound or something at one year because they did change it back to grass because they trained on it they could get the community yep. to use it so and it was like a million pound and you think what Covid caused here sure. you know people are trying to make so if yep. you imagine all the games were off now because everybody had grass pitches you know especially in the Good lower point. leagues yep. there would be no money getting made again These some of these clubs would fold if they never had them that's a fact and I'm not saying that's what makes the right to be there but that's the reason they are there because of the weather obviously a great pitch is one of your favourite ones now it's at Fair Park Barry oh. that's where Celtic will be tonight here's Ange Postacoglu looking forward to the game you're just looking at score lines but if you look at performances you know if we take our chances we, we make the game more comfortable and I think that's uh, um, what we've got to try and do tomorrow is just you know, play our football and um, try and dominate the game, create chances and, and take them. And um, you know, we've done that this year. We've we've been uh, you know hard to stop. You know, sometimes there's been times this year we've dominated games but haven't sort of converted that into goals, which allows the opposition uh, to stay in the game. Like I said, all our performances have been you know, pretty strong through this period, irrespective of kind of you know, apart from the Samaritan game, obviously where we didn't perform anywhere near our levels. Every other game, I think, you know, we've been pretty consistent, and uh, because of that, our results have uh, reflected that. They certainly do. And he gave an injury update last night. Uh, actually, James McCarthy, unfortunately, um, you know, picked up a hamstring injury at training um, a couple of days ago, which will mean he'll he'll miss out. It's quite a significant one. So, you know, obviously with the break coming, um, you know, we'll, we'll, by the time we restart, hopefully he's, uh, he's back training with the group. Peter, your old club on form, 36 points after 13 games, looking to go to the World Cup break, dropping no more points. They've been phenomenal, you know, to, to be fair to the manager in the respect of that. As I said to you, I've seen a few games at the start of the season. Aberdeen and Hearts come to mind mm -hmm. and they didn't play particularly well. But they kept going and as I say, he was preparing for something different with the Champions League. Their performances in the Champions League were good in the respect of, you know, the amount of chances and that they created. There's probably one and a half games where you would think they weren't at the levels they should have been in it. 
Um, and I know people were criticising because they were celebrating getting beat 5-1. Nobody likes getting beat 5-1, you know, but I think the way they went about their business and created chances in every game that they played on, I think that made it slightly different, which was unusual for teams, especially us. We usually go and get beat 5 or 6 somewhere and everybody says, oh, well, we're playing against Barcelona, Messi and whatever. So I think you've got to give them great credit, but I always say, like Barry, we've spoken about it before, but we've always talked about the group where Celtic have been... They've been able to bring someone else into the place if someone's been injured. Jota, Abzamanovic, yep. how you say Two it, goals. Yep. Done great. Abada can play out there. Mieda, yep. you know, all these guys. You're talking about that quality coming into the place of the guys that's not available. Rangers don't have that. Yep. And that's why Celtic are thoroughly deserving to be in the driving seat. There could be more in front. You know, the big blow for the manager will be the St Mirren and that'll be sticking in his throat and that's the good thing to throw back at the players if they ever get carried away. Remember what happened against St Mirren sure. in any particular game. Well, he mentioned it there, didn't he? Absolutely. Yeah. And I can imagine that's the thing he goes back to most times <laughs> yeah. because if we step off the gas, that's what's capable of happening in the Scottish game. Barry, we'll talk more Celtic in a moment or two with you. Let's go back to Willie. He's on the line from Easterhouse. Wants to talk about Rangers. Good evening, Willie. Good evening, good evening, guys. Who's in the studio here? I don't know who's Yeah, Barry Ferguson. Well, you need to do the homework. It's Barry Ferguson and Peter Grant. Oh, watch what you say that oh, second right, one, Wally. You've got a big two here. Barry was up on Monday night. You could hear it in his voice. I was, I was up on Barry on Monday. I was listening to his voice on Monday. Anyway, I was, I was uh, sitting on the pause. I was seven year old. I've never thought of the time I didn't watch the, watch the Rangers. But tonight, tonight, they're terrible, predictable, parasitic mentality. No team can take a corner. With take corners the first 20 minutes against St. Johnson, done nothing. That's, that's terrible. And it's, 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 I think the caller, I think he's busted bubble as well. So what's the solution? What would you do? Well, if you were the manager, <laughs> seriously, what would you do tonight? 50,000 at Ibrox, many of them on the way there now. What would you do? I'd have it, if I were a G, I'd be on a plane back to back to Holland. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> well, uh, well, he's about well, a bit brutal tonight. <laughs> hey, that's the kind of passion that you want yeah, to but see. Though, from, to be honest, yeah. watching the game, watching the game on Sunday, the amount of corners Rangers had in the first half hour, um, they had one really proper attempt, and I think it was a callous mm-hmm. header that's off right. the the bar. I thought yep. the set pieces were poor in terms of delivery. That was just basically just there was nothing really worked on, which I'm. Which I'm really surprised. So why at. don't they switch it, Barry? Why they don't they change? Yeah, well, I would, I would imagine. Normally, if I was playing, you would have two or three goes yeah. at it. If that one wasn't working, you would go on to the next one. Um, so I, I'm sure that's something that I'm sure Gio would have identified in, in, in Sunday that, that wasn't good enough. Because we all know, see set pieces in football that win and lose your games, mm-hmm. and they're so important. And that was something that I did notice in, in Sunday that the set pieces weren't at their best. Peter. People say that 85% of goals mm-hmm. are yeah. near mm-hmm. set plays as big as that. But do I blame Gio for that? That comes down to the players on that particular day. Barry will tell you, I've seen players have wonderful free kicks during training, day in, day out, you know, brilliant delivery, the movement's great. Come to the Saturday, you're thinking, what's he doing there? And that comes with the fact that Rangers are under pressure, the players are under pressure, the supporters are not happy because of the results. So there's a nervousness comes in because that's completely different. And that's what we talk about when you're saying, can you hold that pressure? Can you take that pressure? Because that's what separates you, you know. And I'm not saying that barring that they went to a penalty kick or a, a free kick or a corner at a particular time because they had that wee bit about them. 
hey, I deserve to be here. I'm, I'm a Rangers. Yeah, of course. Belief. And belief. And probably that's the biggest thing it's lacking from Rangers at this moment in time. And you can tell it supports the exact same. So we, we all talk about players lacking the belief. The supporters listening to them lack that belief as well as if they can turn that round. And it's probably the time where you need to have that word supporters. That's probably what the players, because it is a predominantly a young group who have never represented anywhere like a club like Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and the expectations that goes with it. You know what I mean? And you're, the expectancy is to be first in everything in Scotland and do well in Europe. Unfortunately, they've never done well in Europe and have had a few bad results in the, 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 the domestic game. Sure. Well, here's your manager speaking about that belief. We are, we are you know, convincing, you know, uh, for ourselves. Of course, we have the belief. You know, it doesn't... You know, it doesn't mean that you're losing games, you don't have the belief, because we, you know, the first half an hour, I saw a lot of belief and a lot of desire to go forward and to score goals. You know, that was obvious for everyone to see, but uh, the result was very disappointing. Still a long way to go. We made it more difficult for ourselves to lose points already uh, for the second time in the last couple of weeks. So we have to change that because we need to get points every, every game now. And let's get the injury update from Rangers. Alex is uh, not in the squad. He's fit to play, but he's not in the squad. Uh, fashion, we, uh, we had a scan on him yesterday, so he had a minor, minor muscle injury, so he will be out for, I think, a week, which, which will rule him out for the, the last two games, but, uh, you know, he will be back, uh, you know, after the World Cup for sure. Willie, how's Barry sounding tonight? Barry, what, what can you give to Willie? What would you say ahead of the game? He's been a Rangers fan for, what, 60 years, Willie? Yeah, I got stuck in... Well, one, one would be first ball, even the second ball. One first ball, even the second ball. Even Saturday, Sunday, I can't remember, Sunday they played. They won the first ball and lost the second ball. It was yeah. useless. Uh, it was very predictable. They bring on substitutes. You see, Scott Wright won and then disappeared. Yeah, people are not making an impact. Yeah, they're, they're not, but as well as used an old phrase, I'd get stuck in. Do you know what? See when that whistle goes tonight at seven forty-five. See if they do that the first five ten minutes. The, the, the one thing the Rangers fans do, they, they love that. They'll get right behind them, and then that might give you a wee surge of confidence. And it's listen, I feel of them repeating myself every time I'm yeah. speaking about Rangers, but they really need to start on the front foot. They need to put pressure on them, and when you do that, then that might get a wee bit. That might give you a bit of confidence. The fans get same up. They start to become a bit noisy, but. Listen, it's a, it's a massive game. Is it, every game's massive for Rangers, but this tonight, they'll know they'll be under the spotlight. They're under pressure. They need to stand up, puff their chest out and do something about it and get three points. Well, you said it a couple of weeks ago, Barry, when they played Aberdeen. The first ball went into the corner, didn't they? They won the second ball right. and exactly. it started the game really quick. Mm -hmm. And it, But I think in all the years gone past, people think that Celtic Rangers would win four or five or yep. whatever and it did happen. But let me tell you, teams could be in the game for 70 minutes and you know you had to fight, you had to scratch, you had to do things, you had to tackle, you had to run back. All the basics which supporters still not happy if you're not winning, but they'll forgive a multitude of sins if you do that first and foremost and show that commitment. And I would never say that players don't try. I know that people think that yeah. to players. I've never seen a player that doesn't care. You know, they all care, of course they do. But it doesn't look like if you're not winning that. And, and it does become harder the longer the runs go and the nervousness is there. And as I say, there's a group there, I look at Rangers and I think, 
Barry spoke about it earlier. There's a lot of guys that's never represented the club. You've got an 18 year old boy at centre sure. back. You know what I mean? He's been asked to do a, too a much, man's hasn't he? job. A man's yeah. job. And I'm not saying he's probably one of the better, been better players for them. He's done really well for them. He's handled that well. But that expectation, he can't go and lead everybody else round about him. And he's in a very important part of the team. We were fortunate enough when we were going through yep. a tough time. You had that experience and know how round about you to push you through and drive you through. But you knew the first thing was make sure you won your individual battles mm -hmm. first. That was what all the managers used to say. It didn't matter who you were. Make sure you win them first. If you win yours and he wins his, we've got a big chance of winning games of football. Obviously, still need that little bit of luck. And that's what the manager will be trying to say. To them. The manager will be galvanising them. The manager will be preparing them right. But once you get across the white line, it's very, very difficult for you to play for them. Well, two quick questions. One, would you play Morellas then? Is that what you're saying? You feel Cholak? No, he's done. No, no, no. no Morellas is done. Man, Miller's done. He's done. He's given me so many books, you know, for his next team. <laughs> well, you have to see who wants him. Does anybody want him? You know, that, that's what but you have to ask. To yeah. me, I, I look at Rangers in the summer and think to yourself, right, surely they sat then down, both Morelos yeah. and Kent, into the final year of their contract. Are you going to sign? This is what we can offer you. If you're not going to sign that, well, you need to go and at least they would have got a right few million quid in for them. I look in January if they want to go you're lucky if you get a million quid each for them and, and that's me being, yeah. that's me being sure. honest where probably uh, in the summer or last Christmas last January you were looking at what eight, nine, ten million yeah. pound mm -hmm. per player Willie Bar Barry says that Monday they're not getting for these Kent and Morel he's got nothing for them Kent will go do this Kent will go to England and disappear as well if he's up at Swansea City or something Kent, Kent not an end product either. they're running around and running and you get nothing off them he cuts the cuts in the middle of the park. What's his name? We're done to come in the other night. Made for the penalty box right away, get a penalty. Kevin, I took him to the corner, but he's got a corner, he's got nothing. <laughs> Willie, all that said, what's your scoreline tonight, Rangers Hearts? <laughs> oh, 3 0. <laughs> Who for? <laughs> and I'm not being funny. Yeah. I, 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 I for Hearts. <laughs> oh, no, no. No, so do you think 3 0 Rangers? I hope so. I hope so. I hope to get up there. I was. I hope to get up there. And three nothing will end up there. Me. If it's nothing three, I'll be disappointed again. Yeah. Well, you've entertained the Go Radio audience. Thanks, Willie. We'll no doubt speak to you soon. Quick break, and then we're back. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com, representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go. Well, the only thing that will help us always is wins. <laughs> wins is the most important thing. And how we win, you know, at this moment, it's not important uh, as long as we win. And that's, uh, that's always the, 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 the best thing to have when you're in difficult moments like we are at the moment. So for me, it's, it's, it's all about the wins. Because with wins also comes the confidence. And when you have more confidence, you, 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 will, you will play better. The more players we get back, the stronger we are as a team. So it's all a domino effect, but uh, the wind is the most important. Yeah, we've still obviously got two games to go, um, starting tomorrow, you know, away obviously at Motherwell. And uh, I think we've had a you know, really solid block of games. Um, we kind of knew this period would be critical because of the, just the amount of games that not just us, but everyone has. And um, obviously, Champions League results aside, our performances have been you know, really strong through that and um, you know, our league form has been excellent. So 
Yeah, need to finish it off though. That's the important thing. We need to get uh, you know, through the next two games nice and strong, continue to play good football and then uh, gives us a chance to, to sort of set ourselves up for, for the rest of the season. So we go into the games tonight. Celtic playing at Motherwell. They're on 36 points after 13 games. Rangers at home to Hearts, 29 points. And Aberdeen on 22. They stayed there after that result last night. And what about Livy going up onto 22 points as well after the win? Hearts on 20. Hibstay on 20 after the, the loss last night St Johnson now on 19 St Mirren 19 Motherwell on 16 Kilmarnock on 12 but Ross County have leapfrogged them after the win last night on 15 points and Dundee United on 9 tonight you know what's happening Dundee United against Kilmarnock St Mirren against St Johnson the Battle of the Saints and Paisley Motherwell Celtic and Rangers against Hearts many of you that we heard from Chris there in the cars and the buses and the taxis did you enjoy midweek football Peter under the lights yeah but I always like the Saturday afternoon Paul yeah, I, yeah. I love the Saturday yeah. people always talk Barry spoke about it before he liked the lights and I preferred the Saturday afternoon I loved it because when you're a youngster you used to go to the games on the Saturday afternoon yeah. and I just got into the habit of that and I always preferred the Saturday I must admit and I love going to watch the football yep. in, under the lights but I love playing it in the Saturday afternoon For Park how do you feel tonight for your old team are you confident? Yeah but their last performance there was excellent yep. and it's a, always a tough place to go and Barry's talking about the pitch there is magnificent mm. now you know so and Celtic have played that way they'll not change the way they they play obviously they're going to play forward they're going to make Mullerwell try and defend and Stevie Hamill I know he's had a wee bit of running games but Mullerwell have been quite impressive they've been a bit unfortunate they probably could have ended up with more points than they've had you know with the results um, so they'll know they're in a game as you always are at Fir Park you know you're always in a game there but I still fancy Celtic strongly Barry for Celtic tonight yeah I, I can't see anything other than, than Celtic winning the game comfortably um, I know Mother will try and make it hard but couple of games to go, I'm sure Posta Coglu will be saying, we make sure um, come the weekend that we're, we're seven points clear. That, that, look, I look at Saturday, 87 minutes, and i seen the TV and done United yeah. equalise. I'm thinking to myself, oh, here we go there. But then, after a second or two, I thought to myself, this ain't finished, because you know what they're like. You know what I mean? It's it's no be fluke that. That's obviously made them a bit angry and they've obviously um, won the game in the end comfortably 4-2 but yeah, I think Celtic at this moment in time are, are looking strong. It's it's the changes that he can make so, to the start of 11 or even during the game where he can go and make that. He normally does it during that six, is it about, around about the 60-minute mark. He loves a He's triple go, or a quadruple yep. change. And yep. the quality that's coming on is just as good as what's, what's coming off. Here's Cameron Carter-Vickers, one of the big stars for them. Loan last year, now signed from Tottenham, and he's speaking about their lead at the top. Yeah, no, I mean, of course we're aware of it. It's hard not to be, but I think, obviously, since the manager's been in here, you know, we've we've only really focused on our performances and, and what we're doing, and I think that's what we'll continue to do. The seven-point gap is what he's talking about, of course. His match fitness? Yeah, no, I'm feeling good. You know, with the amount of games we have, sometimes it can be difficult to, to fully recover and stuff like that, but... But yeah, I'm feeling good and, and um, just trying to help the team in, in any way I can. Peter, he's grown in you big time. No, he's done great. I mean, he, he, you miss him when he's not there. You know, I just yeah. think I think it's a different type of presence he gives you. Um, he's done remarkable. I've seen him since he was a young boy, obviously, when I was down in London. Um, used to see him a lot of games. The always thing you always worried and I always said to you before about size down in England. They always expect someone to be six foot four or five yeah. as a centre half. And he probably suffered for that, but even as a young player. Um, but he's come up here and he's done remarkably well. And 
hopefully he can get himself into the American national team for going to the World Cup would be icing on the cake for him and pr proves it was the right move for him and I think that's what other players should look at coming to a Celtic or Rangers because we're talking about Matt going with Denmark obviously that's not happened I don't think um, but these all these windows appear because you're playing with big clubs like that you know and I think that's important for players as well and he sold it very well Hopefully he's not feeling good tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, he's um, he's a, a top player for Celtic. I, I'll be honest with you, when he first came up, I wasn't too sure with Grant you just mentioned there with the size of him and whatever, but I thought the final six months of last season he was probably up there with Callum McGregor as, as Celtic's best player. Um, and he's such an important player for him. You can see when he's out the team, when he's missed a, a couple of games, how much Celtic miss him. Um, so, yep, that's a, a brilliant piece of business again from Postacoglu. And yeah, I'm looking at the Wikipedia just now. He's 1.85, that's six foot one. He's not six one, is he? Is yeah, it the shape? Yeah, no, no, yeah. He probably will be uh -huh. six one, yeah. He probably will be six one, but as I'm saying, down, I know, six four, six five. Well, exactly. You're up against, you know, yeah. that's a problem you have down there. Well, if he was going to go out and loan the championship, you watch championship sure. football down there, the balls come in your box. Giants. You better be <laughs> exactly you better be six foot four, six foot five. Right. Yeah. Because that's what you're playing against. You know, and you're going the balls come in your box more often than not. And as we talk about set plays, it's massive down there. Mm. And that's what a lot of people looked at and saying, No, he's not really big enough to play in there. Can he play right back? And that's what they ended up playing him a few games at right back when I watched him. Mm. Because of that, the fact that he lacked the inches, what they've seen as for a centre half. So we're talking about Rangers, will they spend, well they will have to spend in January and Giovanni van Bronckhorst hopes to be still in the dugout then. For Celtic, interesting chat from Ange Postacoglu about the break, I almost called it the winter break but because we're not in the World Cup, a wee bit about Australia and also January. We've already sort of done our planning and kind of know what, what we need to do so at the same time we're going to be fairly sort of alert right up until the, the window opens so um, it does give me time but yeah the reality of it is I don't do the bulk of that work you know the bulk of that work's been done by Mark Loyal and his department and um, you know I sort of come in at the tail end when we get the right ones we identify and then you know that's when I sort of get involved and and, and see you know which ones are going to suit that work continues to happen um, you know from my perspective I think what this time gives me a little bit of a, an opportunity just to plan for, for the rest of this year and then probably next summer window rather than this January window. A lot of the work for the January window has sort of already been done. Peter, where will they improve in January? Do you know? Well, I said to you a couple of weeks ago, Paul, I'll be surprised anywhere, to be perfectly honest with you, unless they get... Unless they lose players? Yeah, unless yeah. they get an unforeseen injury or lose players, which I don't think will happen in this window. I think they've got a very strong group. Um, you don't want to have too many... You know, as I've said before, yep. and I think that's important unless you're getting people out the door. Um, I think that's maybe some movement. You can maybe some people maybe go out and loan. It's been on the periphery, want some game time. But I think if everybody keeps fit between now and then, I'd be very surprised unless someone jumps out that they feel can make a big improvement to the group. Um, I think that's the way you'll look at it and he'll be more geared towards the summertime. Barry, do you think they'll make changes, acquisitions in January? Yeah, it sounds like it that he's, listen, he's proactive. That's one thing about him. He's ahead of the game. He knows what he wants. And um, I, I actually read something yesterday that he's he's actually ahead looking at the summer oh. as well. Mm. Um, and, and that's what you've got to do. You've got to be ahead because you've not got the money that maybe the English clubs have got. So you've got to get in early and try and sell the club. And that's something that Rangers need to take note of. They need to try and, and do and bring in players for me in January, whether that's possible or not if the right ones become available because I always say January is like a kind of I'm always unsure of it because you're picking up players that are, 
or maybe no playing or maybe out of favour at other clubs Is there like the sale going on and on? I know you love your you know, fashion shopping <laughs> Is it like the sales going on? It's been on for three weeks and you're not going to get very good bargains Not anything you'd really want Succession is what it's all about, Peter and he was talking about that about not to fear if you do lose a player, you know the players that come in. Maybe a Juranovic. He didn't say Juranovic or O'Reilly. But I think that's their job in the background. Yeah. You know the manager's job is to not make sure the team's prepared. You know he wants to improve a right back. He knows they've got to be looking out there. And they'll have an A, B, C, D list. You know this is he's available. We won't be able to get him. This will be the next one. And that's what you've got to do when you're at a football club. Anyway, every football club should be doing it that way. And especially clubs like Celtic Football Club. I'm, I'm sure. That, that's what they should be doing. I believe they should have done that years and years ago anyway yeah. because I felt Rangers caught up too quickly for a PDD time, you know, too quickly. You know, when they came yeah. back into the league and you thought, not, not by winning things, I don't mean it that way, but I just thought, oh, there wasn't as big a gap as I wanted. Or, you know, as a supporter, you always think, well, I want to be, make sure it's 10 years before they can catch yeah. us. And it shows you the fine lines, the wee bit of fortune you need. And I've spoke about, and we spoke about it at the start of the season, the difference with Celtic is, is the group of players they have. That's the difference, and that's when I, I, was, I wasn't talking with the Celtic hat on at the start of the season, where we always felt it'd be so vital that the group was available and the strength that Celtic had compared to anyone else always seen me at the amount in front. And the manager's continually doing that, and it's a lot easier when you're being successful to attract that. But financially, I think he knows where he can fish. I think that's important because yeah. there's certain areas there's no use going to because you're never going to be able to fish in there, mm. you know. And I think that's important and he knows that and people talk about going to Asia and whatever he does, he knows that scene and he's done remarkably well there. Do you think you know the Celtic team for tonight? It's always hard to say, isn't it? But we're going to go to the news, Peter. Yeah. I'll ask you afterwards, who do you think Celtic will line up tonight with? And Barry, if you were the Rangers manager, who would be the starting eleven tonight? The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! Thanks, Kieran, for the news. He'll be back at seven. Before then, we'll give you the team news. Rangers at home to Hearts. A massive game tonight at Ibrooks. Celtic, the short journey to Motherwell. Be a full house there as well. Motherwell against the league leaders, Celtic. And also Dundee United against Kilmarnock. Kelly, well, they both need points up there. And St Mirren against St Johnson. Saints, the Paisley Saints doing well at home, not so well on the road. So tonight, well, we'll find out from Barry Ferguson and Peter Grant. The big two are with us. Who is going to win? Just ahead of the World Cup break. It's such a pity, Barry, isn't it, that we're not at the World Cup? I mean, we'll all be watching it, but and we haven't dwelt on it too much, but when you hear the squads coming, the excitement. John Hartson last night was talking about the Welsh squad. It comes out in an hour's time and England tomorrow. Yeah, it's disappointing, obviously. We, we, we didn't make it, but... If I'm being honest, Paul, I, yeah. I still can't get my head round about there's a World Cup yeah. mid-November. Weird, doesn't it? Yep, strange, very, very, very strange. Look, it'd been, it'd have been ideal if Scotland were there. We'd be buzzing. We obviously mm -hmm. the the squad announcement if it was happening tonight or tomorrow. Um, but we'll just need to watch it without um, Scotland being there and um, see who wins it. It'll be interesting to see how how it pans out over in Qatar as well because there's been a lot made. Of, whether it should be there or sure. not. Um, so it'll be interesting to see um, how they handle the situation with fans been over there. Yeah. You know what fans are like. They like a few beers before mm -hmm. they go and watch their, their teams play. So it'll be interesting to see. Even Sepp Blatter, who was the president uh, 12 years ago when it was announced it was Qatar, he said it's the wrong venue. But Peter, you know, there's been a lot said about it. Probably shouldn't be there. 
but there's so much politics in football that uh, yeah, we wouldn't have enough time to Less than exactly discuss it. Well, I, I think the biggest yeah. thing we go on about we can only talk about the football side of it. Of unfortunately, course. I know it's yeah. very difficult to separate them, but it's there now. Oh, we've got to deal sure. with it. It's a couple of weeks' time now. Um, I think every game's within an hour of each other. Furthest, yeah. whatever the furthest stadium, the other right. stadium. It's not a big country. Exactly, yeah. it's an hour. And sometimes that can be great, but it will be interesting to see how people after it talk about it because they're talking about they can bring the, the stadium down like Lego and move it somewhere else. It's quite incredible, actually. And I've, I've got a friend over there who says the stadiums are fantastic, you know, fantastic, you know, um, can't complain. And I'm sure that the, once they get there and you take all the political stuff away, which I know it's very difficult to divorce that, yeah. but what you've got to look at is the football side of it. I think everything I've seen when I, I was over before and I was really impressed with it as a country, you know, I mean... Oh, you've been there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I, was, I was really impressed with it. It was really nice. It was lovely. Um, but as I say, it'd be interesting. I never thought you'd see the World Cup there, sure. don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was lovely. A really nice place. No alcohol at that particular time was allowed. I think because they said at that particular time, because I think the owner or, or the guy, it's the, yeah. the shake there, the shake. whatever it yep. is, he said the British people at that particular time had went made a fool of themselves. Mm. So he, he's got the right to just say, stop. No drinking. That's it. And that's exactly what you've done. And that's but the you've done. I'm just trying to check the diary. Yeah. And that's exactly what you've done. I said, imagine doing that in Spain. <laughs> Barry, we would love to have been there, but we touched about that on Monday night. So we're not there. And that's it. Instead, we've got a row here today. I can't really be bored with this row. As you could maybe tell in the first hour, a row because Celtic haven't got players in the squad to play in Turkey. Listen, Steve Clark's been great for Scotland, the Scotland manager. But to come out today and have a bit of a go, I'm not sure that's the right thing. Because, Steve, let's get into the tournament's proper this is you know Celtic will get about 3 million I think for going over there and we need to get money for the clubs who are the lifeblood of the game in Scotland and Celtic need to take a strong squad over there so yeah but I'm just looking at it um, take Callum McGregor who's yep. a certain starter would Turnbull Taylor and um, who's who, who else Ralston, Ralston sorry Ralston, Ralston. of course yes. would, would sure. day three I know it's a friendly game yep. but would day three start I, I doubt it because you, you start all because the other ones weren't turning up yeah. and I'll tell yeah. you what it'll be interesting to see if all the ones that's there has played a lot of games will they all be there available for the Turkey game I'll bet you there'll be a few changes even yeah. for that mm. squad you know but I've counted through there and there's probably 10 of them not starting at this moment in time mm. you know in the, in the squad of players there's 10 of them not involved in their, their, their first team they're either substitutes and coming yeah. on but I think I've counted 10 mm. I'll tell you what the squad is. The goalkeepers, Craig Gordon, Liam Kelly and Bobby McCrory. Craig McCrory's not playing. Yep, sure, I know. Grant Hanley, Jack Henry, Scott McKenna, Nathan Patterson, Ryan Porteous, Calvin Ramsey, obviously no has uh, came on briefly, but what a, uh, a rise, but we take the point. Kieran Tierney, who... No, he's only mostly playing um, Europa League games. Saw that, he was dropped the other night. Uh, Stuart Armstrong, Lewis Ferguson, your nephew's in there, doing well at Bologna. Uh, Billy Gilmer, Ryan Jack... I'm surprised Ryan Jack's been included. I thought Ryan Jack was out till after the the World, World Cup, Cup break. So, so maybe good news part of his recovery, his rehabilitation. Well, certainly yeah. good good news yeah. um, from a Rangers point of view. Yeah. Aston Villa captain John McGinn, Kenny McLean, Scott McTominay, Che Adams, Jacob Brown. Peter, you're going to jump in. He's no, not. But, but Jacob's he's not on the playing. bench. Yeah. You know, you yeah. look at Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Christie. Fraser, Ryan Christie. Yeah. Both of them are not playing at this moment in time. They've not been in the starting. Yeah. You look at Scott McTominay's not been starting. Kenny's been back playing, Kenny McLean. John's not been starting, for, which is unusual for Villa. Sure. Yep. Ryan, who we've spoke about, Billy Gilmer. Is there a few minutes now for Brighton? 
you know. So there's a lot of guys not been there playing anyway. So I'm sure Stevie would even looked at them playing them anyway to give them some games which they've missed out with the club sides. So yeah. I, I don't and understand. I mean, I don't understand the game in the first place. And it's okay saying, well, it's an international break, but it is. But other teams are going to wait to prepare. It's completely different this time because you've got a game on Sunday as the last games, I think, and then everybody goes away on the Monday. It's picked for the World Cup. Yeah. They all meet up on the Monday with no friendlies to play matches so it's not as if yesteryear when Barry and that went to tournaments or whatever you would go to a certain tournament you'd maybe three or four weeks of going somewhere and playing friendly matches yep. while you're preparing for the tournament you're not getting that chance you're going for playing training in your first game the only player we missed out there was Lyndon Dykes QPRC scored the other night but yeah. they lost and people talking about Michael Beale for the future Barry it always comes back to the big two here will he be a manager of Rangers one day um, he was top of the table a couple of weeks ago but they've fallen down in the yeah, last two weeks few, yeah. um, defeats over the last couple of weeks um, but by all accounts he was a, a, a top coach mm. at Rangers um, started off in fire let's be honest at QPR but we all know what management's like. Um, yeah. It can turn like that, and the last few results have not been great for them. The championships like that, Paul, down yeah. there. Is it the hardest? Oh, yeah, f- yeah. Not, not because technically, physically, because the demand it's on you, and it's hard for coaches, it's hard for players, but for the coaches because it's not as if you can go out and prepare your team differently from the Monday to the Tuesday, <laughs> because you're in the travelling. People forget about the travelling. So you get back, you've got the players in the Sunday. The first training session will do is the Monday, but they're, they're travelling again for the game on the Tuesday, wherever they're going, you know, and be bus, and it can be six and seven hours. So the, training, the time on the training ground in preparation is completely out the window. You know, there's no doubt of that. And then you've just got to hope that guy could play on a Saturday. The next time you see him on even the pitch with his boots on, it's turning up for the game on the Tuesday it's because he's not done anything. Yeah. Yeah. I found that mm-hmm. not just physically, but mentally, it was demanding um, the championship. Certainly, I, I went there when I was coming to the, towards the end yeah. of my career 35, 36, 37 that was where Blackpool were at that, first, that's yeah. where I, I, yeah. I found that I mean it's not just as you say you're, you're not just playing you're having to travel buses or trains down to London and the amount of time mm. it takes you to get there and um, and it's a physical league in yeah. terms of the teams you come up against it's like some powerful um, and good teams yeah. we and never think about that the punters because so in when you were at Rangers what's your furthest journey was Inverness maybe yep. was it you know so mm-hmm. what three hours yep. unless you flew did mm-hmm. they fly you up yeah we flew a, a few yeah. times uh-huh. if we had a, a European game um, if we were playing at Inverness on a Saturday or Sunday we would we would fly up yeah. I would laugh because my first game was Norwich when I went to Norwich as a player uh-huh. in 1997 was that and I went and my first away game for Norwich was Sunderland away how long? Seven hours at tennis to go and seven hours back. Yeah. Then we did a game on the Tuesday, away again. You know, Everywhere's away from Norfolk. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I know it's difficult. Exactly, yeah. exactly Paul. Yeah. We, we flew the odd time, but very rarely. Mm-hmm. It was always by bus. You know, it was always by bus, but that was that was my first game. And bear in mind, when I played, there was no Inverness. So Aberdeen was our furthest yeah, journey. Sure. And there was no Dunblane bypass at that particular time. So that used to Victoria School. That's right. They used to take you about four hours because all the buses had stopped for something to eat. So you couldn't get by them because all the supporters' buses were coming back. And I used to think that was a long journey, but we had no Inverness at that particular time in the league or whatever. But that was my first away game was seven hours there and seven hours back. I don't suppose you stopped for the fish and chips. Did you ever do that with Celtic? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Fish and chips. And the way back down from Aberdeen. 
predominantly right? Aberdeen was the one you stopped for the fish and chips yeah. and that was put on yeah 100% Barry did you no, ever... we were professional <laughs> <laughs> it was a, few, a couple of years later I'll tell you, well, I won't yeah. tell you what went with the fish and chips uh-huh. it, was, it was more important right uh-huh. <laughs> the crates of beer were getting put yeah. on uh, yeah. the, the bus used to rattle going down yeah. salt and vinegar salt and sauce were you salt and beer <laughs> salt and beer <laughs> Barry Big Derek used to tell the story they played I think at Dundee and they were on the way back down they stopped at Forfar and they went in this was years ago they were Derek Johnson and he went in and he got the fish suppers they got them all ready and the chicken suppers and all and he came out and the guy says what was the score and Derek said 7-0 and the guy says what for but we don't think about that though see the journey time in England you know it's it is so, so much bigger uh, than us if you're going from Norfolk to whatever you were going I had one um, the last it. yeah at Blackpool Brighton were in the championship oh. and um, it took us 11 hours to get there with traffic there was like two bad accidents so we had left at one o'clock yeah it was one o'clock we left at one o'clock we arrived there about half eleven just before midnight wow well we had train we used to train with Bournemouth when I was at Bournemouth Uh as assistant manager and player at the time we used to train at eight in the morning on a Friday Mm -hmm. to travel to the game on the Saturday because if you got on the M25 or the M6 at a certain time you could forget it yeah. you know what I mean so we trained at 8 in the morning then had a breakfast at 10 and shot straight away at half past 10 and try and beat all the traffic and that was every single week mm-hmm. you know? we, we end up getting yeah. the train quite a lot yeah. instead of taking the bus because if you hit that late afternoon you're, you're absolutely knackered with the amount of traffic down in London well tonight not long journeys for Rangers or Celtic Celtic going to Motherwell Cameron Carter Vickers yeah I think you know every every team we play comes with their own challenges and tomorrow night they'll definitely make the game for, hard for us in some in some kind of way whether it will be how they've set up against us in the past or if it's something different um, we know they'll definitely come with a plan to, to try and affect us and, and we'll have to be up for it Celtic tonight at Motherwell Rangers at home to heart so much has been said about the drop points here's the manager stating the obvious and he says it himself he knows they have to win well, the only thing that will help us always is wins <laughs> wins is the most important thing and how we win you know at this moment it's not important uh, as long as we win and that's uh, that's always the the, the, the the best thing to have when you're in difficult moments like we are at the moment so for me, it's, it's, it's all about the wins. Because with wins also comes the confidence. And when you have more confidence, you, 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 will, you will play better. The more players we get back, the stronger we are as a team. So it's all a domino effect. But uh, the win is the most important. Barry, thousands of people in the car and the buses going there. What would your team be tonight? What do I think Gio's team will be or uh, my team? Your team? Yep, I would go with Alan yep. McGregor in goals, a back four to Tavernier, James Sands, Davies, Ben Davies and Barisic. I would go a midfield three. This is only one I wasn't sure about. Either he would go with Kamara or I would go with Kamara Davis, but I'll go with Stephen Davis okay. as a natural midfielder beside Lundstrom. Tillman just in front with a three field Sholak and Kent. Okay, so King, is he your rest of them? Yeah, Yeah. I I just think the young man's played a lot of football. And you've got to remember, at 18 years of age, not just physically, mentally, um, he's done brilliant for me. I I thought he'd come in for a a bit of unfair criticism um, at the Ajax game. And listen, he made a mistake at St. Johnson, but listen, he'll get get stronger and better for that. And I just think think this might be a good opportunity for him just to... take him out the firing line 
and you can put Sands in there beside Ben Davies. Peter, what do you think of Barry's lineup? No, I think that's fair. You know, you've got experience in there. You know, I don't obviously see Rangers, but you're thinking to yourself, Davis and that make them stronger when they play. I think they've got a bit of know-how. And I think that's going to be important, like see Stephen Davis. I've went through all good and bad. They've, they've had that, and sometimes that's that little bit of help you need, you know, more than anything else. People can say about his legs, but just his knowledge of being on the pitch, the R fields and all that, they've over, over, been over the course before. I think that's important. So you've got him, then you've got McGregor at the back. So it comes through that middle area, which is going to be vital because you've got to be cajoling the players. If it's not going particularly well, you've got to be helping them. Mm. And in that central area, you're able to do that. And I think that'll be massive for them tonight that, in there. That's why I would put Stevie Davis in there. Yeah. Because there's going to be a bit of pressure. You might need to take the ball in tight situations. And one thing that Dave will do is he'll demand the ball. And I think that's what will be needed tonight. Here's the manager speaking about what went wrong on Sunday. Analyze the game, you know, how the game was played. I think we uh, created a lot of chances. I think the most chances we created in an away game this season, but didn't, weren't clinical enough when we got those chances. Of course, the two goals we conceded cannot happen at this level. So if you see stats-wise, you know, you want every game like this because you have like 70% the ball, you create so many chances, but you have to make sure the chances you create, you score. And that uh, we didn't do that first half an hour because made it more difficult when we conceded the goal. And the second half, yeah, the way we conceded, you know, from a throw in the, the second goal made it more difficult for us. That's what we analyzed. And now we have to step up again tomorrow for uh, for another big game. And you want players to be vocal tonight. What do you yeah, think? Broad of, shoulders. Yeah. They need to mm. go and take responsibility tonight because there'll be 50,000 Rangers fans there demanding um, mm. from them. And um, as I said, go out there, puff your chest out, take the game to hearts. And if you do that, you'll get a bit of confidence. The fans will get up and they'll get right behind them. And then hopefully they can get that first goal and then um, do what they've done uh, um, Aberdeen they can do that to Hearts you've got to remember Hearts will be doing the exact same they're nervous make Mm -hmm. them defend Mm -hmm. you know get your first header and win your first tackle make them kick the ball out of play it's a great point you make there Grant because see Aberdeen Aberdeen came and they were wide open Mm -hmm. and that suited Rangers if they came and sat back I I think Rangers struggle against teams who sit back behind the ball 10 men behind the ball and try and frustrate them I think that's where Rangers run out of ideas when I watched the game and I was taken aback with the first mm-hmm. five minutes, Aberdeen, they, they played a 3-5-2, but it was wide open yes. and it allowed too many gaps for the Rangers Maybe felt too to confident as we spoke about them getting into the game yeah. they talked mm-hmm. as if there's a chance yeah. to go and win. Yeah. So all of a sudden you get sucked into that, yeah. you know? And as Barry said, the first ball they done for the kickoff was made Aberdeen defend and all of a sudden the fans are up, you know? Yeah. And they're, they're the wee things you need to do. And it's interesting, you're talking about set plays here. I obviously didn't see the, the second goal where Rangers seen like the other one, but the throw-in, People talk about set plays. That's a free pass. That's a throw-in. And how many players switch off at a throw-in is incredible. Mm. And how many players give the ball away from a throw-in is incredible. You know, and it's these small details that the manager will pulling his hair out. Well, it's piled it's, so much pressure it on him. Point. See with yeah. throw-ins. See if the ball went out. I would always keep my eye firmly on the ball. I would yeah. never turn my back. Because, you know, they could go and throw it. You would be out of position. You were going crazy in here at the Celtic game when they were turning yeah, away for you a can't second. Turn remember, back, even yeah. in a free kick, just go and stand and take Massive a. Massive thing Celtic a, have done, now, isn't yeah. it? Celtic yeah. just get the ball you, in. You know that with Celtic, absolutely yeah. no like, surprise. See with a free kick in the middle of the pit. I think it was Callum McGregor. Go and stand there, and do you know what? Let him kick it sure. off you. Take a booking because you stop Celtic for attacking you. But that's the sort of things that Rangers need to learn from. Um, and the defending at the second goal. Um, wasn't great and look at the pressure it's put but, under the manager how is he coping if Hearts yeah. come huh? 
and maybe as Granny's saying, they might think, oh, Rangers are low in confidence, we mm. can open up a wee bit. I think that'll be plenty of Rangers' hands. Mm. And Rangers, me watching the game tonight, I would rather that, but what worries me if Hearts come and sit 4-5-1 or 5-4-1, whatever way they mm. You know Robbie's teams are nine times, that's what he does. Yeah. yeah, if they do that, that's where it, that worries me about Rangers. Mm. The pressure has been um, immense on the manager. Well, it's hardly not to to be aware of it. You know, I don't live in a in in a basement, so it's for me. It's obviously, you know, it's for everyone to see. For myself as well. The the only thing is, I can focus on my my performance with the team and to focus on winning games. That's all that matters. You know, I know how it works in football. You know, I'm 47. I've been here for for many years to know how it works. So for me, that's that's you know, that's not a problem at all. Of course I can turn it around. Well, otherwise, I'm not sitting here. Of course I can turn it around. Yeah, he's, he's got to say that. I would fully expect Gio to say that and he's he'll have full confidence in his own ability that he can be the man to, to turn this um, last few games on its head with getting the result tonight. And also, I'm glad that he doesn't live in a basement. I'd be worried. <laughs> <laughs> there could be some very stylish ones in the West End. <laughs> yeah, or, well, well yeah. I forgot that. I forgot that. Yeah. Take it's, that con- it's, convincing yeah. he's, uh, it's convincing everybody else we know Gio can handle it because of the level he played at and the players he played with, the dressing rooms he's been in. We know he can handle the pressure. It's never nice. You know, I went through it myself last year, couldn't win a game. Yeah. And I know how tough it is. We've all been there. And it doesn't matter if it's one man and his dog, you're desperate to win for them. And you're at that stage, you you don't care, how do I get that one? I don't care if it comes off somebody's backside. I don't care, you know. And we understand 100%. Yes, he can handle the pressure, but one thing is for sure, we all feel it and there's no getting away from that. What's the Celtic team tonight, Peter? Do we have time before the break? Well, I'll go for back four, well, back five, they call it yep. now, with Hart, Juranovic, Vickers, Jens and Taylor. I think it'll yeah, go as strong as that. I think the midfield will be Moy, O'Reilly, Hatati. My only thing is up front, where, where is he going to change it? I think Maeda may start. Had Zabanovic got a couple of goals, but I think he may start John the night. And the only one is, will he go with Jack and Marcus instead of Kyogo? I know he likes playing Kyogo over there to put the pressure on, but I think he may go and think, listen, we're going to be in a fight early doors. You know, let's go up there and put ball in the box and turn it on to Muller a wee bit. And that's what I'm saying. I think that's how Celtic can mix up. So I think that's maybe the only choice he's got to make what striker he starts and with. And you think he'll go with Gigi? Check him out. I do. You do? I yeah. do. I think he'll go instead yeah. of Kyogo, Kyogo. just for yeah. that type of game. You know, because the wee man has a lot of energy. And listen, you can always bring him on. You know, he's full of it. You know, and he maybe uh, do that at the start of the second half. We'll talk more about that just after this. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! Thanks, Chris. It's the Go Radio Football Show. Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson and Peter Grant. Amazing experience. It was good feeling. A few people have come on to say it was great to hear about what it was like in England and just the players getting to the games the size of the country here in Scotland tonight not too far to travel Celtic fans on the way to Motherwell and Motherwell fans will be out in good numbers as well Rangers at home to Hearts and the crowd have a part to play Peter you were saying that for massive, Rangers under this pressure massive and they say supporters and this is a time you need them yeah. more than anything and I know it's very very difficult you want your team to be playing exceptionally well winning games of football but the players on the pitch, please believe me, there's not a player I've ever played with or known a player who don't care. Because they're representing not just yourselves and your club, but their families are there. They don't want to be getting embarrassed. You know, so they want to give everything they've got. 
But to do that, you need to be playing at your best and feel that confidence. And I understand it because of the way the results are. I understand it 100%. Yep. But the only way you're going to give them that freedom to go and not make that mistake, and that's why we're talking about the likes of Stephen Davis mm -hmm. in that plane, because he's been through the course before. And we think that's important for him. And maybe that's going to be more important for Rangers tonight because we can tell you that Hearts will go there. I actually fancy Hearts to win the game. Right. I do. And for that reason, because the Hearts are going there and I know Robbie's teams make it very difficult for you. Barry spoke about the fact that when the teams sit deep and they make it a little bit more difficult for Rangers and the fans got a wee bit more nervous. That's, they're the masters at it, you know, in the respect of that. They're quite happy to go there and keep in the game, keep in the game, get a point, fine. But they know they've got a goal scorer on Shanklin. They know they've got a goal scorer. They know they've got somebody like Mackay who can create a little bit yeah. of magic. They know they've got that. And they've got a group. I mean, you look at the squad at this minute in time. It's a strong squad for the third, supposed to be third force as they were last year in this league. They've got a strong squad if they're all fully fit. I know they've got a couple, they've had a couple injuries. But they've gained a lot of experience during this European run the Europe, and the games they've got and they've got experience with Craig Gordon who've all been over the course before and they'll be going there thinking this is an opportunity and what Rangers are hoping for they're going to turn, they're going to turn up the way Aberdeen did and maybe get a wee bit cocksure of themselves and thought oh this is going to be fine and Rangers turned on them and get a, a convincing win Wait, You but just threw that in point. Peter you think Hearts are going to win yeah. tonight? Yeah I do Barry. Well if that happens my dinner's going through the TV <laughs> <laughs> Because you don't think that's going to happen tonight, can do you? Happen. Yeah, well, well, it can. You can go. I honestly would go into the game thinking Celtic or believing Celtic will win at third part, and I think that will right. happen. You can't go any more points behind Celtic at this stage. Or it's, it's impossible. Over. Is the league over then? Have you got more points at this yeah. moment in time? Seven. It's not the worst. No, no, it's not. If you go any more, sure. yeah, right. it Listen, would be. And that I see Celtic losing yeah. three games. There's three old firm games, you know, it's like anything can happen, old firm game, but I've been honest, no, I don't. So you can't fall any further behind Celtic. Listen, you've just thrown that in, Peter. We didn't expect you at that point. No. I, didn't know, I didn't know what you were going to say because you then get into, well, would Geo survive that? But I'm we don't want to do that well, at the moment. No, exactly, <laughs> what it is. Uh, Geo did speak about, you know, he talks to the board every day. Oh, I speak with, with Ross every day. You know, they haven't uh, discussed my, my position at all. I mean, of, of course, we are all, we, we know how the situation is, you know, how we get that we need to have wins and uh, that's all that matters at the moment. But, you know, I didn't, get any timeline or like you know you have to do this else no not I didn't have the, any discussions about that with the board the reason I see yeah. it, the reason I see the result is because yeah. they've got a more solid base to work from the now they're playing together more often they've been travelling with European games yeah, yeah yeah and that's where I see them going there they'll be mm -hmm. convinced that they can go there they're strong enough you know physically you know, to go and, and Barry's probably sometimes questioned that maybe with Rangers physically, but not because because of the type of players they have available at this moment in time. And it's just it's very very early that I go against a Celtic at Rangers at home. I'm, I'm just convinced that Hearts. I've, I've got a sneaking suspicion about Hearts. Well, just listening to Joe there, um, I, I didn't. I, event was going to happen. He spoke about it yeah. with the fact Monday. Sure. Now, I'm, yeah. I'm, in a way, I'm happy for Joe that they're, they're going to stick behind them, but it's not going to be Ross Wilson. It's going to make exactly. a decision. It's going to be the the chairman. Um, so that's a surprise that he's he's mentioned Ross, Ross Wilson. I'd be absolute baffled if there's he was only the one, one. There's only one set of guys that make the decision. Yeah, and that's your supporters. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, your supporters. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's ultimately. Yeah, so, sure. but listen, I'm right. glad. Listen, I hope 
I hope in time, listen, I don't like seeing MD lose their jobs Absolutely. and he's, he's under pressure. Look, you can see that. You can see the sidelines. It's not nice to watch, you know what I mean? But he knows himself. He was a player here. He knows what's expected of him. And of late, it's not been good enough, so he needs to sort it as quickly as possible. And I'm, in a way, happy that he's got that opportunity because these next two games are massive for him. So you were sitting there, Baz, and you're the owner of the football club. The fans are going crazy with the results and whatever. But you're looking at it and saying, well, I watch him on the training ground, I watch the way he represents the club and everything he does. You know, I, I, looking for the outside, he looks very professional everything he does. And he, I'm sure his preparation's excellent along with his staff. But he's not got the players available. Does that buy him more time or do you just think it's the, the results, even though it doesn't matter if he's got half his team? I, I still think that the players that they had on that pitch on Sunday, I'll, I'll just go for the St. Johnson game where we're still good enough to, to beat St. Johnson. I think it'll go with the the results I understand out of all the, all the ones I mean in terms of players missing I, I said this on Monday I think like Suter you knew he was out after the first game of the season you knew Hadji was, was long term Lawrence was a bit different um, obviously the two big ones for me are Golston and Ryan Jack yeah. they, they're, they're, yeah. they're the kind of leaders any team would miss them but I, I think it's the results. I think Davis is massive for them as well. He sure is. We'll come back to that in a few moments. The teams are coming in. First up, it's the Celtic team tonight at Motherwell. And I'm just looking at it quickly, Peter. I think you're just about right. Joe Hart in goals, of course. Juranovic, Carter Vickers, the stand-in captain. Starfelt and Taylor. O'Reilly, Hatati and Moy. Abada and Jota. And up front, Kyogo. Yep, and on the bench, um, it is... Turning around here on it. It's uh, Sigrist, Jens, Jikamakis, Haksabanovic, Turnbull, Abilgard, Maeda, Forrest and Ralston. And the Motherwell team, which is just landing. Uh, Kelly, of course, and goals. Stephen O'Donnell's back from the start. O'Donnell, Mugabe, Lamy, Penny, Goss, Slattery, Spittle, Cornelius, McKinstry and Van Veen. On the bench for Motherwell tonight... Oxburgh, Maguire, Solholm, Moult, who scored at the weekend, Morris, Tierney, Shields, Miller, and Ferry. What about the Celtic lineup, Peter? It's really, if you look at it, apart from Moy, it's probably the team for last year, mm -hmm. last season. Yep. You know, because you've got your front three: Abada, Kyogo, and Jota. You've got Arely Hatati. So only one of the missions is McGregor. Mm -hmm. You yep, know, sure. and then you go into the back line: Starfield's playing instead of Jens. So that's back to the, the back four that they had. We tailor at left back, um, so that that's as strong as you're going to get. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. Jen goes out, it's not a problem. Starfelt comes in. Jota goes out, or sorry, Hadzabanovic goes out after two goals. Jota comes, starts. You know, Kyogo or Jackamakis, you flip a coin, and a bad Maeda. So that's where Celtic have been fortunate, or they've worked really hard. I don't mean fortunate because you yeah. work really hard to make sure that your players are getting that game time, and I think that's what they've managed very, very well during even the games when he makes substitutes to get the games and the minutes try to get the minutes in their legs and when he's been able to switch it around 20 points between them Celtic going on 36 points Motherwell on 16 the Hearts team has landed Barry ahead of the Rangers team so I'll give you it Gordon goals of course Smith Shankland this is the way they've, they've come out obviously not the lineup. Smith Shankland Atkinson Devlin Rowles Halliday two goals at the weekend Cochrane Civic Ginelli and Snodgrass on the bench, 
Stuart. <laughs> <laughs> Stuart. <laughs> That's what I'm laughing at. Is that James Bond now? It was, thank you. Yes. I was about shaking. Uh, Stuart and Clark, <laughs> Forrest, Mackay, Nielsen, Henderson, Smith, and Pollock. Just waiting for Rangers trying to buy time here, Miss Moneypenny. <laughs> you missed one of the substitutes. Huh? Yeah, which one did I miss? Uh, Miss Moneypenny. <laughs> Kim Oxaloglu Yep 9 out of 10 9, nine thank Brilliant. you You were quite generous there but What's the Rangers team? We're just waiting for it to land Here on the Go Radio Football Show With Macklin Motors We're motoring here With that's going to be some game tonight Isn't it? Well all the games We'll also give you the team news From the other big two as well The Celtic lineup, Barry Can you think about that there? Happy enough with it? It looks very very strong That's the strongest yeah. um, Celtic 11 for me um, Minus obviously Callum McGregor Who mm-hmm. I think would slot into Aaron Moyes um, position so look, I, I think Poster Coglin knows how important this game is tonight and finish before the, the World Cup break and make sure he gets the three points tonight Peter what have you done with the Rangers lineup? hasn't arrived yet I know, you're trying yeah. to keep yeah. us waiting as long as Indeed. you possibly can you know yeah. Gio's probably going in there and mm. making sure you know he's not giving anything away but sure. I'm sure they'll be ready to go back to that in a moment or two for Motherwell Van Veen uh, obviously he's the the, the top scorer they've got Louis Moult got a goal at the weekend but goals are the problem one of the problems for them they play some good stuff but they, they just don't they don't finish off enough of the moves it's really difficult now Paul tactically it's difficult now because most teams and I go back to when I played mm-hmm. you went to third part there was always two strikers up against you yeah. you know everything like the ball went forward there's maybe not enough bodies you'd run us to the middle of the pitch because they're real quality players so you could afford to play with two up now they don't get as many chances because you've only got that one but Van Veen when he's fit he makes it difficult for you but you have to have more than that because when the ball comes in the box especially when you're playing a Celtic or a Rangers predominantly you're built on what not to lose but you've got to have that bit of freedom to get in the box so when the ball does come in if Celtic make a mistake or whatever something rebounds You've got to have other bodies in the box. And unfortunately, I think some teams are too frightened to throw as many bodies forward. Yeah. And that's why they don't score as many goals. Scoreline for you tonight in that one, Motherwell Celtic? I'm going to 3-1 for Celtic. 3-1. Barry, what do you reckon? Yeah, Celtic by a couple of goals. 2-0 Celtic. I think the Rangers line-up will be with us any moment. Just hasn't quite landed yet. Um, you think 2-0 Celtic, probably? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about the other two games? We'll give you the team news first before we go to... Uh, the new Love Street, St Mirren, St Johnson, and Dundee United, Kilmarnock. Here is the Rangers lineup: McGregor, Tavernier, King, Davis, and Barisic. As Davies, obviously Ben Davies, Sands, Lundstrom, and Tillman. Matondo is in with Kent and Cholak up front. Uh, on the bench: McLaughlin, Stephen Davis, Kamara, Morellas, Wright, McCann, Arfield, Devine, and Iveco is on the bench youngster Barry what do you make of it then I know you gave me what you thought they would play yep. is this the lineup you thought the manager would provide yeah yeah. I thought he would have probably went with Sands in the mm. middle of the pitch but I would have put Sands back in and yeah. put Stephen Davis I think it's a night for somebody who's got um, a bit of balls about them yeah and I'm allowed to say that yeah um, and certainly Stephen Davis has got that because you'll need to go and take the ball and try and make things happen and he he starts moves off so that that was my team I, I, I thought he would have um, went with, with, with Sands mm-hmm. in the middle of the pitch if you look at Sands and Lundstrom they're more destroyers mm-hmm. there's nobody in there that can really dictate a game um, I mean, so yeah I, I, I can see why he, he's maybe doing it because they, they bring a physical presence in the middle of the pitch both Sands and, and Lundstrom Matondo 
Are you surprised about Matondo? Yeah, look, I know he's a natural and they want natural width, but again, I go with Scott Arfield because even if he's playing in the right, he knows where to run. Find space. And he's a real goal threat. As Matondo, yep, he's got pace, but I've not seen enough of Matondo, if I've been honest with you. I think maybe what he's looking at tactically, if they go to a back three hearts, he feels as if the pace, the two wide men, and I've not seen enough Kent's performances at all has been good enough. But if you're playing in a back three, that's an area you feel as if there's space in, and probably that's why he's went with the two wide men, you know, to give him that. But then I would still like Arfield because I feel he can be that extra body in the box that we're talking about. If you're getting crosses in the box and the box go, the ball's going to be dropped because mm. he's not looked Ryan Kent, that's not looked like goal scoring threats in any shape or form. Matondo. So there's going to have to be big performances from the two tonight to create. And then obviously you're dependent on Cholak. Because I look at, is it Tillman that's ahead of the... Uh, yep. He's not had many goals either, is nope. he? Arfield's probably, out of all day players, has got the most goals. So probably that, that the fact that Arfield's not playing in some position is probably the, the thing for me. I can understand why he's went with the two wingers if they're playing a back three. Big games are only what, just over an hour away. There you are. You've got the teams from Motherwell Celtic and Rangers against Hearts. We'll give you the other two games next. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! One hour away from kickoff, Rangers at home to Hearts, 50,000 tonight. It's, Barry, the biggest game of the seat. Well, every game's huge, but there's so much pressure on the manager. What are you thinking? We gave you the team there just before, uh, and we're a bit surprised. Arfield on the bench, Stephen Davis on the bench, some people that you can really rely on. Yeah, I just think it's going to be one of the games where the players go and, uh, sorry, need to go and take the ball um, and try and dictate play. Uh, but listen, one thing, look, the fans will support them. The fans will get behind them in a warm-up. And as soon as they come out before the, the kick-off, they'll, they'll support them. But they'll demand from them tonight. And I just think we, a guy like Stephen Davis, and I know a lot of people go on about his age, but he's a guy who'll go and take the ball in tight situations and try and make things happen. But still, I, I still look at that starting 11, Paul, and there's still enough in there to make sure they they get the three points. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how Robbie's hearts approach the game. Are they going to come and, and do what Aberdeen done and try and take the game to Rangers? Or are they going to come? And that would suit you, Yeah, it? I, I would rather that. Mm -hmm. But Robbie will come probably and set up his team hard to beat and try and frustrate Rangers and try and get the fans on the players' backs. Um, and that's what worries me about this Rangers team is they're them to unlock um, that, that hearts... Um, Defence. If um, Rangers lost tonight, this would probably be the end of the yeah, Giovanni I, Van Bronckhorst era. And I hate to say that, but. Yeah, I, listen, they've got to. It's not even crossed my mind that, Paul. Losing. Yeah, yeah. The, listen, that's. It's, um, it's a game that they, they have to make sure they get three points on the board. No matter how they do it, I don't care if they have a horrendous game in terms of possession, they can't keep it and hearts dominate them. Rangers need to make sure they come away after that game with three points. Here's the manager. It's very important to get the two wins. That's 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 normal. And then we have a break for for five weeks. So hopefully, I, I know we will use the break as well to to get some players back to be stronger when we continue our our league after the World Cup. Well, his team for tonight is McGregor, Tavernier, King, Davies, as Ben Davies and Barisic, Sands and Lundstrom, Tillman, Matondo and Kent and Cholak up top. 
against a Hearts lineup: Gordon, Smith, Shankland, Atkinson, Devlin, of course, uh, Australian call-ups for the World Cup, Rowles, Halliday, Cochrane, Sibick, Ginelli and Snodgrass. On paper, Peter, Rangers, a stronger lineup, but Hearts are coming here with something, well, to prove. You feel they've come off the European... I was thinking actually about Rangers beating PSV. I know it's now a few months ago. And then Hearts in Europe... Uh, not playing that quality of opposition, but Rangers were much better. What's happened to that Rangers team from the PSV performance? Injuries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's the bottom line. If yeah. you're not your best sure. players available, it's always more difficult, you know, round about your group, even for the training ground, all these sort of things. And you're saying, you're looking at that team compared to Hearts. Look at the experience Hearts have got in that group. A lot of games in there. You talk about Snodgrass. Played well at the weekend, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, but you talk about Snodgrass, great set play delivery he's got, you know. They've got a wee bit about them that they've won games, you know, after difficult midweek travelling. So they've done all these things. And Robbie's probably doing the exact same thing. Listen, we've got two games as well before the break. Let's get into third place. You know, after Aberdeen's result, that gives him a boost last night. So all these wee things. So they'll be looking there. And I'm looking at the two squads and you're thinking, are they much stronger than Hearts at this moment in time when the two teams that selected? But the know-how and the knowledge... I'd rather I'd put it this way if it was a Hearts team going out there as a Rangers team with the support behind them I'd be thinking yeah they've got that wee bit about them the Rangers team I'm not so sure about that they know you know have they got that know-how what a Stephen Davis and that would bring to it who's going to help Matondo if he runs and loses the ball a couple of times who's going to be there to cajole him come on keep it going and these small things are so so important especially when you're through a difficult time and as I say I can see why the manager's done it he wants a big performance for the likes of Kent. That's what you need, a Lundstrom to go and lead for the middle of you know, the pitch. Davis, he's a very good player, obviously had injuries. You know, McGregor, that, that, that's the guy who need big performances in Travani as a captain, obviously. I know, I know I'll keep getting his name wrong, but that's, that's the boy you know, you've got to see. They've got to show something different tonight in leadership. And that means with their own performances and cajole another boy round about them. I know injuries have no help, but yeah. see, looking at it as a, a bigger picture, Rangers have suffered since the Celtic defeat at yeah. of September two months ago yep, yep. they've, they've not recovered fully for that they've um, it, it's, it's hurt them um, it's been sore and that's when they probably had their strongest players available so I look back to that and it's been on mm. too long mm. listen I've been battered by Celtic a few times you need to recover as mm. quickly as possible because if you don't you're in trouble 6-2-5-1 you, know, yeah, you turned it round you've, you've yep. got to recover yep. as quickly as possible it's no nice it's horrible mm. you got to take the criticism that comes with it um, but you've just got to man up and um, but you're a, different a different, you're a different group of players yeah but I still I I look bit, at that they've got to show a bit of I keep using this one a bit of balls about them but that character it's difficult to give that it's like saying people say I oh, need players to play with full confidence you can't give a player a bag of confidence Yeah, that comes through, through his performance doing well and it may be a simple thing like a tackle or a head or whatever I know it sounds simple but it is so basic you know because there is, we've all been there, we've all had for the ball, you know, you're having a stinker, you know, you're giving the ball away and you're thinking, oh, I hope it doesn't come next to me for the next 10 minutes. Really? Yeah. You, no, we've all I, been there, it doesn't matter yeah, how professional sure. you Because you feel as if you're treading water at times, you know, you can through yeah. the periods, and then other times you feel as if you're playing with a medicine ball, and the next time you feel as if you're playing with a ping pong ball, you're not even thinking about it. Yeah. And that's what it does, but nobody can give you that confidence. That only comes with, as Barry says, maybe doing all the basics well, getting that goal in front and the manager says there Gio says he's not caring how he gets the victory as long as he wins because everybody feels everything's great then as long as you win I mean if Rangers go out and play exceptionally well and night and lose 
there'll still be a hell of a lot of criticism. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it doesn't matter. You know, so you have to win, you know, and I think it'll be a tough, tough game. You see, when you go through stages like that, we were going through a couple of dodgy results and we were getting it in the neck, mm. and rightly so. I used to go out and think to myself, right, you see who I'm playing against? I'm, not, I'm making sure he ain't having a good game. I'm going to get in his face yeah. and I'm going to make it horrible mm. for him. And then you might get a wee break of the ball, something might happen. Um, that's what they need to do tonight. They need to do what they've done against Aberdeen. Start on the front foot. Make it difficult for Hearts because I think when teams come to Ibrooks and Celtic Park, I think sometimes they're a wee bit, oh, yeah, playing in front of 50,000 fans. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of the teams don't enjoy it, so Rangers have got to use that. But Aberdeen went one up in that game. They did, but yeah, but yeah. in no stage did Aberdeen. But, but you know what I'm saying? Aberdeen sure. went up, and that could, you, they could that showed me that they've got that character mm -hmm. there. They showed it. Yes, you know, they, they could have easily because they dominated. Barron scores the goal, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, here we go. But again, right for kickoff, what did they do? Bang, Boom. get it forward, yep. and get in their faces, and yep. they got the equaliser soon after, and then it was just a matter of how many. Come back to you on both the big two in a moment. I'll give you the Saints lineup: St Mirren at home to St Johnson, Carson, Fraser, Gallagher, Dunn, Strain, Kilty, Erahon, O'Hara, Tanzer, Main, and Grieve up against uh, St Johnson. Matthews, Wright, McGowan, Mitchell, and Considine. Brown, scorer of the first goal of the weekend. Halberg, Carey, Murphy, Clark, second scorer, and McLennan. What's your scoreline on this one, Barry? What do you think? I think this is a racing set, one each. A racing set, one each? Okay, <laughs> yeah, like that phrase. Peter, what's your racing set? I've went for 2 1 St. Mum. Right, is that a racing set? Would you say? No, I'm not a gambler. Not sure? sure. No, I'm not a gambler. Just to put that two, on two. record, I don't gamble. Absolutely, I know, absolutely. So two, I'm going 2 1 St. Mum. 2 1 St. Mum, which would be terrific for them. St. Mum start the night on 19 points. They're still in the mix, aren't they, just now? Um, okay, and obviously St. Johnson, what a weekend it was for them. In fact, two wins in a row, and they've moved up the table. They were at the bottom just a few weeks ago, but Saints doing much better than now on uh, 19 points. Okay, Dundee United, bottom of the table. They're up against Kilmarnock. They are Birigiti, the goalkeeper, Smith, Graham Fletcher, Jum, Edwards, Middleton, Behich, McGrath, Levitt and Freeman up against uh, Kilmarnock. Hemming, Alibisu, Taylor, Wright, Mayo, Armstrong, McEnroy, Alston, Donnelly, Jones and Doidge. Peter, what's your scoreline? I've went for 1-1. One, one. I went for 1-1, one, right. one, you know. But I, I, I think it'll be a tough game. I think it's a very, very important game for Dun United. I know people say it's the same for Kilmarnock. Yeah. But I think it's very, because it's a home game and because of the form and the, last, the, the results in the last few games, after the weekend, it'll be interesting. But it's interesting mm -hmm. to see how Doidge does with Kilmarnock. Yeah. Because he's a handful. He's a handful. He's very, very good nerves. He's got an unbelievable spring. He holds there well. And the way Derry likes to play, get the ball forward, make it difficult for you. So that could be a tough game, but I'm going to go for 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. Barry? Come on, look to win 1-0. Right. You reckon yeah, I don't going to think it'll be a, a classic. Um, I think Dun United will be hurt big time. I know they suffered the 9-0 against Celtic, but going to each 87, conceding a couple of goals, the third goal, the defending. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kyogo must have thought it was his... It was his birthday. birthday. Yep, so yeah, I think they'll suffer for that. I think Comando will go up there and win the game. Celtic are at Motherwell, 50 minutes away from kickoff. They could stay seven points clear. If Peter's right, then they could go 
10 points clear tonight. Barry says that's unthinkable and most Rangers fans would as well. Rangers having beaten Hearts by, what, four just weeks ago yep. um, at Tynecastle. Uh, here's the manager, Celtic manager, speaking about his players, buoyed by some of them being called up. Yeah, it's good. It's good for the lads themselves. Um, you know, most of them have, have sort of you know, come over from Australia recently over the last couple of years into into the Premiership. You know, it's obvious that they've done well and they're getting recognised for that, which is great and great for their clubs. Um, but yeah, I'm delighted for Aaron. And, you know, I'm sure particularly with sort of his recent form for us and, you know, he's been playing Champions League football. He's as ready as he'll, he'll ever be to, for World Cup football, which is... <coughs> You know, going to be challenging in its own right, but I'm sure he's looking forward to it. And, um, yeah, with all our representatives, you know, they, they obviously represent their country, but they also represent us as a club. And it'll be great to see them all on the, on the world stage. Peter, though, Japan's loss of Kyogo Hatate, you think it'll be Celtic's game tonight? They would be playing anyway. But you, just to recap your scoreline, what do you think? I've went for 3-1 Celtic. Scorers? <laughs> Who do you think? Well, I'll go yeah. Kyogo because you'll finish mm. with a flurry. Yeah. I think you'll go with, I'll give Kyogo two and Jota one. And Barry, your scoreline? Um, 2-0 Celtic 2-0 Celtic quite confident for them you can't see them slip up because one I mean it's gloom and doom so much about Rangers narrative for the last few days but if Celtic did slip up and if Rangers went tonight suddenly I'm just being honest I I don't see Celtic slipping up at this moment in time I just look at the starting 11 um, and then I look at the, the bench what Rangers need to make sure is they don't slip further behind Here's the manager, GVB. My, my, my job is to win games. No, no manager is safe if he's not winning games. Why should it be different for me? All I focus on is winning tomorrow. That's, for me, at this moment, you know, the most important thing. And then we look to the weekend. And he said yesterday he feels they can still win the title. Oh, why not? I mean, it's, 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 a, it's, it's at this moment, you know, anything can change in football. We saw that also last season. We, uh, where we had a six-point uh, six gap. And it changes in the end of the season, so... You know, it's uh, it's football. You have difficult moments in 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 uh, over the period of, of a season, and you have to come out of it as quickly as possible, and get points. But there are a lot of games to to be played, a lot of points to be won. But uh, I think you know the most important is for us to uh, to change the you know tomorrow with with winning the game. Scoreline. What do you think, Barry? Um, I'm going to go. I mean, normally I'd be overconfident. I'm not. Mm. Um, I'm going to go 2-1 Rangers 2-1 Rangers Peter just two, to recap 2-1 Hearts 2-1 Hearts so much football in tonight isn't there down south as well Carabao Cup mm-hmm. Ben Doak could be playing for Liverpool the ex-Celtic youngster he's, as he's well he's getting yeah. great right ups you know and yeah. I've heard he's a talented boy one of the best I've seen at his age group So, but we've heard that so many times before but he, keep hoping that these guys keep that focus and to be fair Liverpool have put a lot of youngsters in at different times um, so hopefully coach can um, improve and get a run of games that'd I be wa- fantastic I wonder what the talking points will be from five tomorrow night Andy Walker will be here and Stephen McGinn Barry you'll be back on Friday we'll yeah, see you then we're smiling yeah. my face <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Peter we'll see you next week thank you very much Paul. thanks to everyone for all the messages uh, on the socials and also for calling in the news is up next then it's Jokal Day we're back tomorrow night live at five see you then the Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's go, go. 
There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first-class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton.